Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Unformatted Review Show. My name is Tyler. I'm Chris. And today we are watching a doozy of a film called Speed Racer. Yes. Um, wow. That was quite quite a viewing experience. Um, we both have pretty white-hot opinions on this film. I know you have not seen the film before. I have not. This was a, this was a first for me. I have, and I, I have some opinions that I have kept a secret from Chris throughout the week. Um, I told him I was not going to divulge my, my, my thoughts on the movie until we got to the podcast. Um, so I still haven't. We will, we will get to that in a moment. First, we will hit on a brief plot synopsis. Very brief. Uh, so, Chris, I will let you take that away. Okay. Um, so, the movie centers around the uh, eponymous uh, speed of the racer family, um, fortuitously named uh, Mom, Pop, uh, a chimpanzee named Chim Chim, a uh, sprightly lad named Spritle. Which is Speed's youngest brother, a uh, and a girlfriend named Trixie, and a mechanic named Sparky, and they uh, they they early on in Speed's life there was a dark cloud cast over the racer family when Speed's brother Rex, oldest brother Rex Racer, was killed in a car wreck. When Rex Rex. Yes, when Rex Rex, and. Um, it's uh it's it's you know he he was a racer and it cast a uh a a dark cloud over the family but uh speed has managed to push past it and uh is pushing uh forward with his dream to become a racer and he he achieves this but along the way a uh, major racing company uh, notices his prowess on the racetrack and offers him a uh, he and his family a, um, a a offer to join with their racing group and uh, they they quickly learn that racing is major races are usually fixed and they're run by a sort of plutocracy of shareholders and uh, and and major companies that that uh, that manufacture the uh, parts for the cars. Um, through a series of of events and uh, I suppose what you could call espionage, they are able to uh, uh, within the framing device of of you know winning the. Winning the big race, they're able to uh, put the bad guys out of business and tell everyone the truth uh, about racing to a certain degree. Um, yeah, that basically sums it up. That that's that's it. That's the finer points. There's a there's a pretty uh, pretty amazing amount of uh, of subplot, but that's the that's the main plot. So. <laughs> First of all, before we get into any deeper analysis of this film, yes, I would love to know 
where you're at mentally right now. Um, I want to know your mental state. I want to know what it was like taking the journey through this film for you. Well, uh, well, I, I I went to the bathroom right before we were recording, and I think I was bleeding out of my ears oh, and God. eyes. <laughs> and it uh, it it's it's um. I don't know how to uh, I don't know how to describe it uh, fully. It's so it's safe to say you have a pretty low opinion of the film. I cannot stand this movie, <laughs> and I hope to never see it again. <laughs> wow. Well, so I'm just gonna come right out and say it. I fucking love this movie. Really, I think this movie is awesome really and here's why like i said before we get into any deeper analysis of this film this movie is not a racing movie no nor is this movie an action movie nor is it a good no come on (laughs) no okay no i'm actually you're right it's not good right it's not good. It's not intended to be good. Okay. This movie sets out to do one very specific thing. It wants to be big. It wants to be colorful. It wants to have fast cars. And it wants to be entertaining. Uh-huh. And it hits on every single one of those points. This movie is not trying to be a pretentious Oscar winning movie. <laughs> this movie Obviously. wants to be a fun romp through a simple plot with lots of colors and big action for the whole family maybe and it sets out to do that and I think it does a great job I I I will agree that the movie uh, the movie definitely sets out to uh, to to be a romp and to uh, to have bright colors and to uh, to to be engaging certainly for an audience um, it's hard to look away. It is. This movie is extremely Mu- much colorful. like a train wreck. It this is movie very hard to look away. <laughs> if, okay, so if you haven't seen the movie, imagine Candyland, but sci-fi speeding by yeah two thousand miles per hour yeah and like sci-fi based like I, for the environments. I actually, I actually have a have another thing. If if you've never seen this movie. Just imagine an uh, excess of two hours of watching the uh, scene from 2001 A Space Odyssey <laughs> where they go into hyperspace. <laughs> or the that, tunnel scene from Willy Wonka. Yeah, yeah, that, that would also be apt. Just, I just will two say hours of the tunnel scene. My biggest criticism of this movie <laughs> is I think it's about 30 minutes too long. I yeah okay I'd say I'd say thirty minutes because they can trim it back to a neat ninety and yeah be fine yeah so when we first put the movie on I was like yeah this will be fine it's only like ninety minutes and then halfway through the movie I looked and it was we were at an hour and five and we still had another hour and ten to go and I was like good lord this is already getting to be a bit long in the tooth yeah so and that is that is one major criticism that I will say is it does start to drag as as many films more than an hour and a half tend to do honestly that's what i found i um but but get, getting back to to your original point yeah. about it being fun a romp you know not pretentious not not setting out to be anything other than 
you know, high speed. This movie, this movie accomplishes exactly what it's trying to do. I disagree. I think in order to accomplish that goal, you have to be like visually cohesive. Like it, it is, it is one thing to not be pretentious, to not want to employ a bunch of. Uh, uh, a bunch of uh, you know unnecessary pacing and padding it, that that is that is all well and good and I am about it I have several favorite films that do that exact same thing but this is just it's it it assaults your senses let me tell you <laughs> let me tell you about this movie let me tell you about speed racer the movie bro okay okay if there's if there's one thing I like in a movie, it's characters. This movie has, has a shit ton of characters. <laughs> and one of them is realized in a full and fulfilling way. <laughs> I would say there are a good... like I would say almost every member of the main cast is dynamic in some way. You've got Speed, who grows up, overcomes adversity, and really fleshes himself out as a great character. Ah, ah, ah. You have have Racer X, who is Rex. Spoiler alert. Uh, (laughs) If... We can't say spoiler. That that show has been out since when, since when, the sixties, since before the sixties. Anyway, since the forties. Rex is Racer X, and <laughs> he learns a lot about himself. I guess not really. No, no, he's not a very dynamic character. <laughs> John Goodman, who plays Pops, is a fully realized and fleshed the, out character. That is, that that character comes a long way from start to finish. Absolutely. At the beginning of the movie, he tells Rex, "If you leave, don't come back," and uh, it fucks Rex up. And and as Speed Racer is about to leave towards the end of the movie, he says, "My door is always open for you because I love you." And that is why John Goodman is an American treasure. God damn it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I I I love that man. <laughs> here's here's my thing. This is maybe the worst John Goodman movie. I can't think of, and not because of the movie's bad. I can't think of a movie where I thought John John Goodman did a worse job acting. There, overall, his expression. I feel like he really didn't want to be here, which is understandable. I feel like this movie is not what John Goodman is about, and I feel like he really did not want to be a part of it, and I, it showed. I I think that... As um, someone who fucking loves John Goodman, and yes. loves just about everything he's in... Absolutely. I think he did not give a shit about this entire project. I, I don't know. I've, um... I, I, thought, I thought that he, he did his role amazingly. I couldn't really, um... I couldn't really detect any part of him just not wanting to be there. Uh, but especially in the first half of the movie, I feel like he really mailed it in. See, see, I I think um cuz a lot of the actors in this movie gave great performances. I disagree. Like like they're all right, not great, like not like, you know, Oscar great or career great, like not career high point, but for what this movie was, there were a lot of really there, there were the the actors 
did their jobs better than I thought that any of them would. I think that when they were standing in front of that green screen... The whole movie. They had no idea what this was going to turn into. I can't imagine <laughs> any of this movie was shot on a set. No, it, it absolutely was. I'm pretty sure, because uh, I, did, I didn't watch this movie beforehand, but I did do a little bit of research, and I think that... Uh, I don't think that it was 100% CGI set, but like well, I'm every sh- I think exterior all the scene. I think any time that they were in a room, like in their house, there was an actual set. Maybe. But, um, but everything else was, was indeed God, it CG. Was, it's really and like looking at candy. Every... Candy that makes you sick. Candy that you ate way too much like, of. As like a, kid. a lot of shock tarts. Yeah. <laughs> it. I mean, every bit. And this is this is a CG fest, but but not, none of it is good CG. Every bit of CG in this makes it go into looking. It's it's purposeful awful. though. It's purposeful. I mean, it is purposeful. Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow uh-huh. of 2002 had significantly better CG than this movie. Yeah. On And that's because there was two different goals. I think Jimmy Neutron might have had significantly better CG than this movie. <laughs> the point is, this movie wasn't trying to be a Hollywood blockbuster. This movie was a Wachowski then brother production that was just a little a little jaunt through memory lane to uh, make a live action speed racer movie didn't have a high budget I can't imagine didn't oh, have no, it had a it had a pretty decent budget really yeah well I can't imagine it made it was the this was their first movie after the Matrix they could get Hollywood to sign off on absolutely anything they wanted really they? yeah this was their first movie after wrapping up the Matrix trilogy. Uh, um yeah. <laughs> but uh I can't imagine it made very much uh I don't think it did I I can't <laughs> see how it would have here here's the thing so well just let me finish okay. my point okay yeah there's Little to no... Like, this movie is very forgettable. I will never forget what's been done to me tonight. (laughs) (laughs) But just in the greater context of the world, like, this movie does not matter. Yeah. And it knows it. Yeah. It just wants to take you on a fun little journey for two hours through a colorful environment that's going to throw action at you nonstop. It's going to make you giggle a couple times. And gonna make you feel for the characters, and then you're done. Okay, so yes, it 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 is just it it is that, and I will agree. But I don't think that uh, I don't think that the CGI is excusable with that. It is it is not it is not competently put together and it's not done in like an artistically not competently put together way it's just who are you to say who are you to say what is artistic or not well we are acting as critics i suppose <laughs> i suppose that's a valid point so so it it's it, it's not it is it, it's just I'm not going to say that the way that they shot things here wasn't without merit. 
but it just wasn't without artistic merit. It's just this this scene for for the for the Wachowskis for someone who especially at this time had such a high profile in Hollywood and 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 could do something like you could shoot a movie like this with all the same setup and make all the same decisions and have it look a little like just polish it a little beyond outdated CGI like Spy Kids 1 had the same <laughs> level of CGI as a matter of fact I have a theory that Robert Rodriguez actually directed this movie and framed the Wachowskis for it. <laughs> it looks a lot it, like Spy Kids. It, it feels a lot like a Robert Rodriguez <laughs> it movie. Does. Honestly, it does. It really does. God, like I, 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 <laughs> I, I was, I was sure. I was like, this, this is, a, this is a Rodriguez production because, because right. especially. Rodriguez has a has a tenant. I don't. I'm paraphrasing here, but he says it's. He likes the, he likes the act of making a movie more than the satisfaction of making a good movie. Sure. And I think that this like fits squarely within that canon. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine that this wasn't fun to make. Oh yeah, probably probably very fun. I mean, if no, if for no one else. For the uh, for the the Wachowskis, the and cast is actually not too bad. No, the cast is good. You've got uh, you've got John Goodman. Yeah, you've got Susan Sarandon playing Ma, who is utterly wasted. Yeah, I'm, I'm sad. She about gets that. she gets no she gets no meaningful screen time. Yeah, really. I mean for someone as talented as Susan Sarandon, that's just that that's just sad when it happens. You've got Matthew Fox playing Racer X. Mm-hmm. Christina Ritchie is yeah. Trixie. Oh god, and she looks good. <laughs> she looks very good. <laughs> she she is uh she is rather cute in the role. She really looks nice. Um <laughs> and yeah. I think I think it's I think it's a well cast movie. Oh, you've got um God, the guy who played Prothro uh, in V for Vendetta, yes, whose name I am it, not getting. It, it escapes me. But he plays the main antagonist and of the he, film. He is amazing. He kills it. He that guy's a fucking he awesome owns actor. That role. He is. Uh, he is fantastic in that. And uh, and and like I said, he's one of like I I don't. I disagree with the whole John Goodman phoning it in thing because I don't think anyone really phoned it in. Oh, like, John Goodman did. He did not care so. about this movie. He disliked this movie more than you did. <laughs> I can guarantee you that. I don't know. I mean, he was he he was grumbly, but he's always grumbly. He's just like that. <laughs> he just I could tell his heart wasn't in it. He's lovable and grumbly. <laughs> also. Worth, worth mentioning while we're on the subject of John Goodman, the child actor that they get to play uh, Spritel. Oh man, he looks exact. Well, he's the worst part of the movie, but oh, he looks sure. exactly like John Goodman. It is very, very staggeringly like, close. You just look at 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 his face when he because there are a lot of close ups of his face. If you showed me a picture of that kid without context and told me it was John Goodman as a kid, I would totally believe You'd it. Be like, oh yeah, absolutely, you can see it. Like, I I don't know. I mean, we haven't gone on IMDb. Could they have cast like John Goodman's son or something? I mean, it certainly seems like it was. A professional actor, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, I I mean, he 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 went all out for the role, but he, uh, and and it's not totally his fault. He was put in as like one of the most horribly realized comic relief gags. Those, I mean, the character <laughs> in the original show was still pretty shit. Yeah, no, I mean, he he was annoying and you hated him the whole way. But like, like there's there's one thing. There's a great scene with. Um, uh, uh, Royalton, uh, the the guy that pr- played Prothero in V for Vendetta, um, where he is just laying into Speed Racer. He's just giving him all these cold, hard truths about racing. He's on this big, long, awesome just monologue where he's just nasty and villainous and awesome, and it, the tone just like drops so significantly and then it just smash cuts into Spritel and Chim Chim just fucking dicking around for no reason and it affects the story in no way it is just a useless yeah, throwaway it takes moment. it takes one of the most powerful scenes and turns it into ass yeah I will agree with that it, it was like I, I I physically like felt let down like I was like oh I I thought this was I thought this was getting like <laughs> I thought you had like changed. emotionally engaging for a second. And I was like, nope, just just more more dumb fuckery. <laughs> um, so something that I noticed, um, and, and this is a very uh, very weird thing. You can see speed casually driving around the Mar- the Mach five. Which is the like iconic, you know? Yeah. That 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 is the icon of speed race. Yeah. Like like that that is that is the thing that everyone remembers from the show. Yeah. You'll see him casually driving it around, like around town, like he drives Trixie in it, but he races in the Mar- in the Mach Six until an hour into the movie. There's one. It's the rally race. It's the cross country. The Casa um, C- Corpus Christi. <laughs> Casa 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 Castle Crashers. Something. But um, he he finally drives the Mark the Mach Five in that race, and that's the only one. They switch back to the six. For no, the, he's for the in Grand the five Prix. for the whole first part of the movie, bro. Uh uh-uh. Yeah. No, I. No, they build the Mach Six at the end of the movie. No, he, he, yeah, is dri- he, he is driving in the six. I guarantee you, we can we can watch it back. He's driving in the six because the six has a different fin on the back than the five does. You're wrong. I promise you, I'm right. <laughs> well, anyway, so that's gonna lead me into my next thought. Yes, whatever. But that leads me into my next thought. The scene where they're gearing up. Well, really, just all of the build up and the whole rally race scene start to finish is is great i really like it because it's really the only part of the movie that has good accurate callbacks to the to the nitty-gritty of the show yeah it's interesting that is uh it's right at the the halfway point uh uh, it's about uh movie is movie is uh two hours and 15 minutes long we figured out and it's like an hour and five. Yeah, yeah, that's the uh, point that we were talking about where we paused it and realized how much longer we had to go. Yeah, so so that's the point where he 
drives the Mach 5 for the first time, and that is the point where it actually finally starts to resemble the show. Which, it, yeah. It, start, it starts building up. Regardless, you don't like the movie. I do like the movie. I think yeah. both of us can agree that's probably the high point of the movie. Yeah, it, it is. that The movie is definitely at its best when it starts to when it starts to emulate that that very old school, very simple formula. It's got a... Because it, it starts building up other racer motivations. Yep. And why they're out for speed, and that's really all you need to know about any episode of Speed Racers, who he's racing against, and why they want to fuck him up, why they're trying to kill him, and how he's going to get out of yep. it. And that's that's beautiful, classic Speed Racer, and that's wonderful. Yeah. So in that scene, they outfit the car. That's when they finally get the car outfitted with the, oh, yeah. the bulletproof bubble. The um, the tire shields that are the little saws. Yeah. Um, the mechanism where it can hop all about all crazy and whatnot. Um, the, what's the other thing? Oh, the saws that come in the front, yeah. which has always been my favorite thing. The, yeah. The saws that go out into the front of the car. Yeah. Um, and uh, it has the, which I remember this from being a kid. I always thought it was so cool the like A through F buttons on the steering wheel that always yeah. that always stands out in my mind as being like the coolest thing. It's like it's like a utility belt for but in a car. <laughs> and I, I remember growing up that that was like I thought that was the coolest thing that he had. I don't know why. I can't really explain <laughs> it. I just thought that was the coolest thing that he had A through F buttons that did all this different shit. And yeah. like that was like the the neatest thing to me. And to see them put that in the movie. And I don't even think I realized it the first time I saw the movie because it was years ago. Uh, like, and I don't think I was paying good attention to it, but when I saw that this time, uh, I was like, that's, that's good. I, I like that. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. Like, like I said, when it, when it oh, is. Oh, and they, they get Trixie in the helicopter. Oh yeah. Which yeah. is cool. They absolutely. have her in the helicopter. It's definitely uh, uh, her a and staple. Ra- him and Racer X are playing off one another like they do in the show. Yeah. Um, and that's just good. setting up stunts to crash other people's cars. Yeah. Which, by the way, leads me to my next point, if I may. Sure. Go ahead. The Everyone who watches these races seems to absolutely <laughs> adore the fact that it is an absolute goddamn bloodbath. Yeah, they are insatiable. They are the Romans times 100. Dude, They're... it's like you see people get incinerated by yeah. their car's explosion. Like yeah. sometimes it throws like a thing in there where oh, they get ejected into this protective foam ball. Thing. Yeah. But no, most of the time they're incinerated in an inferno. Yeah, there was one guy whose car got impaled through the cockpit and then it exploded. And the entire crowd went crazy. crazy. Loved it. They fucking ate they that shit up. Are out for blood. Dude. They are insatiable. It is that, like it is it is almost like it really kind of takes you out of it a you, little bit. You you may it makes you wonder if they like don't give a shit who wins. Like like speed crosses the finish well, line. Well, here's the thing. I mean, <laughs> it sets up John Goodman and their family, the racer family, as this like salt of the earth, humble. like humble, <laughs> just good old fashioned down home people who like to race cars. Yeah. And you know they're good. They're inherently yeah. good. Their whole family's inherently good. And then you, 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 you've, got, you've got you've got John Goodman watching these races with Speed Racer just fucking straight up murders somebody 
<laughs> and John Goodman literally goes, that's my boy. Yeah. <laughs> Just like I raised him. Feeding Papa's bloodlust. Oh my God. <laughs> it was fucking, oh, uh, but whatever. Yeah. I, but it, it, I guess in universe it makes sense, but it really is a bit jarring, honestly. Yeah. But but I mean the, those those last two races, the the Grand Prix and the Casa Casablanca, um, they uh, they they are very well done, and I would say the last hour of this movie plays the way that I kind of hoped. A speed racer live action adaptation would uh, would would take place, or the the way that it would uh, the way that it would play out, but the first hour is just it's it's setting up a big conspiracy and a big world that really can be explained very simply. Mm-hmm. Things are corrupt. Not a lot of people know about it. Yeah. Speed's family does, Racer X does, Inspector Detector does. Yes. This movie um, could have been 30 minutes shorter easily. Yeah, yeah, very easily. And uh, it would have been better for it. it. If they cut out <laughs> if they cut out the better part of the exposition, I think this would have been a much better movie. <laughs> they didn't even need a lot of the exposition because I think this movie is possibly one of the worst perpetrators of coding British people as being evil. <laughs> yeah. There is not a single Sparky like, no, Sparky was Australian. I knew that. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, Sparky was Australian. There was not a single... There were a lot of British people in here, and not one of them <laughs> had a fucking benevolent bone in their body. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. It, it, it is... I, I, I tried. I looked. I thought maybe Inspector Detector, since I couldn't tell what accent he was going for anyway. It wasn't British. It wasn't. It, it was, was just shit. French American or something. It was garbage. <laughs> it was whatever it was. Um, but yeah, everyone. If they they, except for two bad guys who weren't British, they were German. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, well that's normal. So so yeah, they're, they're subverting the trip there. Um, yeah, I, it it's. Um, I don't so, know. It's just not a hugely complicated story, and and you could you could say it's even you know it's it's going for a a child audience, which from the from the use of some language in this, I I'm not sure about that. Like, I mean, it's not. Lots of kids' movies have a couple cusses in them. This one dropped a few in like really prominent places, like Speed Racer, Speed Racer uses the phrase get that weak shit off my track that was a bit of a weird moment that was a bit of a weird moment speed racer should even in the grittiest reboot should never say that and this wasn't even so this wasn't jarring. even a gritty reboot no it wasn't gritty it was the opposite of gritty it was saccharine if this had been grimdark it may have been more liked I don't. I don't know about I don't know. better. Yeah, I, I definitely wouldn't say better, but it might have maybe appealed to more people. I don't know. The, I don't know. <laughs> you know what they could make? They could make an F Zero movie. Yeah, they could. And it would be better than this movie. It would, it, it would be pretty badass. Who would they get to play Captain Falcon? Um. 
Oh, oh, um, well, no, he looks like it. The guy who plays Jamie Lannister. Oh, sure. That that would be cool, but I don't think he can have the intensity. I was thinking Hugo Weaving. Hugo, he's getting a little bit old for that, that role. That is true. Uh, he's, uh, he's, maybe uh, Tom Hardy, ooh, since he's in everything. Tom Hardy could definitely bring the yeah. intensity that role yeah. requires. And he's in everything, so let, that's fine. Honestly, the casting call should just be getting them to scream Falcon Punch. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, we're getting off track here. A little bit. But, um, yeah, I I, uh, I, I can't remember what I was going to say. But there, there is one thing that I do think that this movie does, uh, does succeed with. Aside from, uh, aside from a couple of, of decent character moments. I mean, it's a little overwritten. But the writing's still solid. I mean, it's it's a Wachowski thing. They don't write terrible screenplays. They they do have a tendency to overwrite. They have a tendency to overexplain. But you know, the character moments are usually effective, and everything's usually pretty well set up. Um, so that was fine. But visually, and this is a movie that seems to be putting a lot of emphasis on what it's able to do visually. Uh huh. Visually, the one thing that I think that the schizophrenic editing and the way that they're able to to, to make the CG work for him, uh, it, it does convey a sense of speed very well. It also may, in some viewers, convey a sense of nausea and possibly epilepsy. Yeah, but, um, absolutely. I, I would definitely... I don't know why you would get the chance to see this movie in 3D, but I would not take the, uh, I would not take the opportunity. I don't think, if, I don't think there is such a thing. They're, they're, well, maybe just with, like, cheap 3D glasses. I wouldn't do it. I would skip this movie... If you're a human, also if you're an epileptic human, especially, I, I would I would never never plan a viewing of this. Here's the thing: <laughs> if you want a fun, lighthearted, well, maybe not lighthearted. But if you want a fun movie, <laughs> if you want a fun movie, and you got literally shit else to do, and the only thing you've got in your house is Speed Racer on DVD for some reason, and you also don't care about good movies <laughs> you should watch this movie now there there is one thing that so so there there were there were there were several things that you know i've found kind of you know easy to easy to harp on easy to pick on but um there's one thing that genuinely on sort of a deeper level kind of disappointed me uh kind of it's so the one thing that I thought that this movie would would do. So, I mean, obviously, I've heard about the reputation that surrounds this movie. I've heard a lot of different people's opinions on this movie. You know, it, it's one of those things that a lot of people love to hate. But um, one thing that I was I was hoping to get out of it was the Wachowskis putting what they liked about anime up on the screen because they 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 do they they have they have a past where it's 
Uh, it's pretty... I, I can't remember where I saw... I think I might have seen this tidbit about their past in a uh, Making of the Matrix documentary called Matrix Revisited. I could be wrong about that. But um, they, they have... The Wachowski's past is very much steeped in the realm of anime and of comic books. And, uh, you know, these are two things that, that I am I am also quite passionate about. Uh, and, uh, and, and they're even kind of from the same era of, of anime that, uh, that, that I grew up in, thanks to my older brothers watching, you know, things like Voltron and mm. Speed Racer and early Dragon Ball and stuff like that. Um, and, uh, I was kind of let down. Like, I, I could, the only anime influence I could really see in this, and the visual thing was when they would do, like, motion blur lines. Uh, other than that, there's a thing at the beginning where, uh, Spritel is, is watching a, uh, an anime show on TV, and it's a really bad bastardization. Of yeah, anime. like South Park did a better job, and they were trying to rip on anime. Yeah, like it, it doesn't it they they don't they don't talk it up on screen, and that's kind of disappointing because right now we're on the uh, we're kind of on the verge. I'm I'm speculating here, but I think that we're about to see a lot more anime films. Start yeah, coming out. Uh, Ghost in the Shell's coming out next yep. year. Ghost in the Shell's coming out next year, and I have a whole thing about Ghost in the Shell and how I'm kind of worried about it. Yeah. But, I mean, they have Scarlett Johansson attached. They have a director who um, has directed uh, plenty of, you know... Things. He's... the. I, I looked on his IMDb, and he uh, he's directed... Uh, his biggest film has been Snow White and the Huntsman, mm. which isn't a great pedigree, but it did well at the box office. I think that Ghost in the Shell is probably going to do pretty well, and if so, we there is a back catalog of uh, oh, anime man. movies. They're going to come out with so many. Well, there's already like um, I wish they would come out with like not live action versions of anime movies, but just. Like or anime, 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 movies. anime movies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, because there, there's a backlog in Hollywood. There's long been speculation that uh, there, there's been talk of a live action Akira getting greenlit and then canceled and then greenlit and then canceled. I'm cool with it staying canceled. I'm very cool with it staying canceled. Also cool with the supposed Cowboy Bebop live action thing staying canceled. I hope that never sees the light of day. Yeah, but... I mean, we've seen such shit shows as Dragon Ball Z, yeah. both, both live action Dragon Ball Z movies. Yeah. The live action Death Note movie is absolute well, garb. Well, now here's the thing about that. The live action Death Note movie has the distinction of being a Japanese anime-based movie. Sure. And that, it, it, it's a it's a drop in the bucket. That In Japan, that happens all the time. As a matter of fact, uh, I mean, there are more than I can count, but the ones that I've seen is there's a Ichi the Killer adaptation for live action. There's a, um, a New Cutie Honey uh, live action adaptation. There's... Apparently going to be an Attack on Titan live action anime, uh, yeah. live action 
movie. I think I've been saying live action animation. Anyway. No, you um, said adaptation. Oh, okay, cool. Um <laughs> and uh I it's that that's a normal thing, but they have a very different way that they go about it and it's it's kind of weird for for a western audience. It's kind of weird for me and I like anime. Um but they really just try and emulate anime, like the way that characters move when they're yeah. animated and everything. No, I did notice that when and, I watched the Death Note movie. Yeah, and it it looked strange. Death Note's honestly more one of the more reserved examples of it. If you get it on like a satirical anime like New Cutie Honey, it looks super weird and and fucked up and it, a little bit like this movie does if this movie if i i feel like if this movie was actually looking like it was trying to emulate anime which it doesn't seem like it is the the cg does something to make it more cartoony i guess but nothing has any weight it constantly it still feels very american yeah and it constantly takes you out i I think because none of the objects have any weight because they're not actually there i mean i i there's a montage thing where they're showing what the racers of the big racing corporation have to go through to and and it's just a it's a baffling montage but one of the things that they show is a guy, uh, he's like in a big aquarium and he's in a scuba thing and he's like picking up fish and the fish are like obviously like photoshopped into his hand and it's just weird. It's nothing has that weight. Everything has a disconnect and it goes into kind of always making you pick stuff out. You can't really get immersed in the movie because nothing has weight. It's like... There's a movie that did that well. That whole objects don't have any weight thing, and uh, that's a scanner darkly. If you look at like some things on on how they rotoscoped a scanner darkly, there's um, there's sequences where the camera pans around something, and just because the animators can't keep up with everything that's going on on screen while they're drawing over it things tend to like switch their position and float around and objects that are sitting on a table don't actually look like they're sitting on a table but that's fine because that movie is supposed to make you feel like you're in a drug-induced haze yeah (laughs) um so i don't know that that's that's my bit on that i i really i want to see like I, I'm not against the idea of an anime adaptation by by any stretch of the imagination, but if that turns out to be like the next big force in Hollywood, or even a big force in Hollywood, it'll be the next thing after superhero movies get played out. Yeah, I'm I'm really I'm really hoping that like, cause like okay, when you think about the genesis of superhero movies, what what do you really think about Avengers? Really? No. Well, more like maybe Batman, early Batman. First bat like Batman begins, Dark Knight. I, I think about I think about when when I think about the Okay, the sorry. Rise, when you say Genesis, what do you mean? Like the Genesis In of, our in our like lifetime? Yes. Yeah, what what started this whole movement towards superheroes dominating the box office? Um it would have been Iron Man, I guess. I personally think Spider Man. Okay. The, the Sam the Sam Raimi, 
Sure. First Spider-Man. I can, get, that, that I, can, was, I can get with you on that. Like that and the first X-Men movie. Those were the very... Sure. Those were both like 2000, to, 2001. Yeah, and, and that that's where this all started. And I'm... I don't know. I, it's... It's a weird fear. I, I don't think that this movie is going to go down like, like that. I think it's going to be more like, you know, one of the weird, like, late 90s Batman movies. This probably. movie being Speed Racer? Yeah, but... but I, Well, I it's was... already kind of been lost a little bit. Yeah. It's, it has no notoriety. So, so maybe that's an unfounded fear. I, I don't think that this will... This will movie definitely... will never be more noteworthy than it is now, which is yeah. not very... <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. That, that's true. We're already eight <laughs> years out from this movie and nobody even yeah, really knows no, it exists. No one, no one really spends a lot of time talking about it. <laughs> How many times do you think that uh, the actor that played Speed Razor had, had to say that uh, Inspector Detector suspects foul play? How many times do you think he had to had to go through that line? It reminds me of uh, Bob Lob Law Lob's Law Bomb <laughs> from Arrested Development. <laughs> also, Bob Lob Law's Law Blog. Bob Lob Law's Law Blog is my favorite. <laughs> oh yeah, my God. very much so. Uh, yeah. The arsonist has oddly shaped feet. <laughs> Anchorman. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, it's been a while since I've seen that. Maybe we should do that for the podcast. We. I would. I would not be able to say anything bad about that movie. <laughs> I. I. I don't think there is much bad to say about it. We can. We can do it. Uh. I'm. I'm cool. I'm cool with doing a love fest after this. Maybe. Well, maybe not after this. May, maybe we should do a movie that we both. hate hate before we do a just solid love fest on something what do we both hate though um hmm hmm um hmm, we'll have I'm, to uh, we'll, we'll get back to it we'll get back to it yeah i'm 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 not 100 percent sure i don't even think there's one that we we have a list and i don't even think that there's one that we really both oh hate. wanted i hate wanted yeah yeah that now, movie sucks ass. Now you are able to dismiss this for being a fun romp that you shouldn't take too seriously, but you hate Wanted. Yes. Fair enough. I mean, I do too, but... <laughs> wanted is neither fun nor romp. That movie is not trying to be a fun romp. Not really. It gets uh, it gets way too serious in tone it, for it, it to be a fun romp. It does. It does. I, that's just that's just my opinion, though. Yeah. I mean, we don't don't give too much away. It is on the list. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I I, I we have a lot of movies on our list. We we do. We're we're moving on to the uh, the second page in the legal pad. Yeah. Um, I, I've added a few today, but. Uh, yeah, we're we're we we've got a good back catalog, even though we don't have a format. I'm saying that movies are mostly in the future. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. I would say so. Um, it's the easiest thing to do. Yeah, I mean, you just sit down and watch and, a movie, and then yeah. you talk about it. Yeah, there's there's not a lot of commitment. Yeah, I was thinking I was thinking about uh I was thinking about maybe bringing up a game, or something that we could do, but uh, you know, that's it's, a format. Yeah. Well, wait. What? 
Wait. No, like, oh. like, like reviewing. Oh, I thought a, you meant like a game. segment in the show. No, no, no. Um, no, I was thinking about bringing up a game that we could review, but then I was like, games are very time consuming. Yeah, I mean, we would both have to sit down and play a full, uh, a full video game to get a to get a good um, to get a good feel on it. Same same thing with books. I'm insanely slow reader yeah you're a bit faster tv shows um, take a long time yeah so i don't know I, I don't think a tv show would be out of the question no I, I think i think we could if we got like some that had like a season or if we just took it a season at a time we could probably knock that out in like two long sessions maybe yeah. <laughs> we'll see what happens indeed <laughs> Um. Well, do you have anything else to say about this movie? Um. I I think I think I'm I'm good. I all think right. all of my uh, all of my demons have been aired out. Okay. I think I'm. Are you feeling to, better now? A little bit. You I, got, you, I you, think you, I'm. I think I'm ready to put this trauma behind. Me. You, you, clear, you cleared your soul out a little bit. Yes. Yes. You want to watch the movie again? No. Absolutely not. All right. <laughs> well. Uh, I believe that's going to wrap it up for this show. I do too. All right. Thanks, guys, for listening. Uh, keep it real. Everybody, drive safe. Hugs, not drugs. Make good decisions. Just be yourself. Peace. <laughs>